0: I'm Nona Fertilberg for Business News. In an effort to box Vladimir Putin and his network, the UK government have targeted Russia's gold and oil-funded war chest with sanctions, and it has just added 29 new names to its list of 1,800 individuals, companies and organizations who is helping Russia in its war on Ukraine. A key player has been identified in an investigation by Al Jazeera on a South African gold mafia. And to tell us more about this is Yusuf Abramdri from Tax Justice South Africa. Hi, Yusuf. Welcome to Business.
1: News. Thank you for the opportunity and great chatting to you.
0: So before we get to the UK sanctions list, just tell, tell us about this program that Al Jazeera did about the gold mafia money laundering network that they exposed and the links to South Africa.
1: Where well, the Ultra investigation team a few weeks ago, Linda, ran a three-part series of an hour each, exposing the mass smuggling of gold from Zimbabwe to uh, various parts of the world, including the UAE. They also focused largely on money laundering and how certain politicians were allegedly involved. And they also zoomed in on the illicit tobacco trade, specifically around Simon Rutland, a Zimbabwean National with links not only in South Africa but in many other parts of the world. And in the street part documentary, they gave proof, they had documents, and they exposed the value of this uh, syndicates that are operating out of South Africa, out of Zimbabwe. They even um, highlighted and exposed, uh, thanks to a whistleblower, about billions of rands being money laundered out of South Africa specifically to the Far East and to the UAE in Dubai, uh, allegedly the proceeds of the illicit uh, tobacco trade, proceeds of gold smuggling, uh, to the extent that even in Zimbabwe, this documentary, Linda, caused massive uh, eruptions Just the other day, somebody very close uh, to the uh, uh, president of Zimbabwe was arrested and now faced uh, criminal prosecution. In South Africa, we know that President Silva Mapposa Uh, answering a question in Parliament, uh, gave the assurance uh, just recently that the investigations were continuing, the South African Reserve Bank was involved, SARS was involved, the police were involved, and he said that action will be taken. Now we know that Simon Rutland owns uh, a number of gold companies uh, and he has close links with one of the people that has been sanctioned, Howard Baker, also a Zimbabwean, uh, and he owns uh, or is a partner uh, in a company called Rapa Refinery uh, in, in South Africa and now the sanctions list has come out and we're delighted to see that the UK government has now, amongst other people, sanctioned him. Interestingly enough, in this documentary, a number of South African bank officials were involved, specifically officials from Sethsman Bank, allegedly aiding and abetting, taking bribes, In for recordings of whistleblowers saying all these bank officials were taking bribes so that billions of rents could leave South Africa, and just uh, this week, Setsford announced that 11 charges, criminal charges against uh, some of the officials and former officials uh, have been opened with the South African Police Service. And we as State Justice have been very vocal uh, about the problems of the illicit trade, money laundering, uh, the smuggling of gold. And we're delighted that uh, Setsford is finally taking action. There were also officials from EPSA. Uh, and also FNB that were implicated. Those banks haven't come forward with any action years yet, Uh, but uh, there needs to be tangible action that we say the time has now come, not only for these people to be sanctioned and for charges to be open. They need to be arrested, they need to be charged, and they need to be convicted, Linda.
0: Well, you say this is an embarrassment to our authorities. Is it because you think they're not acting?
1: Well, it's no secret. that South Africa has been very soft on money laundering. We know that... uh, Uh, The regulator, the international regulator, uh, just a few months ago, great-listed South Africa because we didn't have all the measures in place to deal with money laundering. And the brazen and the daring way in which this money has been laundered uh, over a period of time really tells you a lot about our law enforcement agencies. They were clearly uh, ignoring it or they were fast asleep or both. Uh, And I think that is where the problem lies. South African government needed and needs to take decisive action uh, and no wonder our economy is in the dumps. We're losing an estimated 40 billion rand, four, oh, 40 billion rand a year, only because of the of tobacco trade. We know the smuggling of cigarettes from Zimbabwe to South Africa through our poorest borders has been a problem. And we know that other items, whether it's alcohol, fuel, um, gold... Uh, is being smuggled and the black market is thriving. Counterfeit goods, for example, are being openly sold, led down, as you know, on our streets, in many of our cities and towns in South Africa.
0: Um, I see this South African Minister of Finance, Inok actually said they are addressing the grey list, you know, which was because we couldn't stop money laundering. In your opinion, is he addressing it? Because they said they're making progress. Well, we know
1: politicians are good for talking and talking and talking more. We need to see action. And I think we as South Africans are sick and tired of the talk and we need to see tangible actions. The National Prosecuting Authority needs to come to the party. They need to make sure that these people are charged and uh, convicted. We need to make sure that they go to jail. You know, it's good to arrest the runners. A self-confessed money launderer who called himself uh, Mo Dollars, featured in the Al Jazeera documentary, uh, clearly implicated. Uh, he left South Africa. He's now apparently living a life of luxury in, in the UAE in Dubai. He needs to be brought to book. We know other people uh, that have also been implicated are still enjoying their freedoms. And I think the, the mere fact that the UK government is taking action is something that needs to be welcomed. I Amit mean, Baker uh, has been targeted by the UK authorities for his role in the UAE-based uh, network and they channelled what we are told about $300 million or about six uh, 6 billion rand in gold revenue into Russia. And we know the politics when it comes to Russia and, and the UK government and other governments. Uh, and, and we hope that the FBI and other international law enforcement agencies also come to the party and make sure that these people are brought to book. You know, when, when we talk of smuggling, Linda, uh, the trucks come into South Africa in their, in their thousands every year. Uh, the runners get arrested, the drivers of these trucks, and yet the kingpins get away with it. Uh, for these factories involved in the illicit trade to be openly and brazenly operating uh, in Johannesburg and other major cities uh, and yet uh, the government knows they're involved in the illicit trade, they're involved in money laundering is a fair indictment on our government. These factories uh, ne- needed to have been closed long ago. Those implicated, the firms, uh need to have been brought to book uh, and yet the government is now talking of a new tobacco control bill there are hearings. They want to now regulate the tobacco trade. They want to have plain packages, uh, etc. Uh, and really, it it begs the question: where is government's priorities? They are simply going to fuel the illicit trade. They're going to make all these criminals richer because we know the tricks being used. You know, if you go to a, any corner cafe in South Africa or you go to a spaza shop, you can buy a packet of 20 cigarettes for five rand, six rand, uh, up to eight rand. And yet, the minimum collectible tax is about 23 rand somewhat. What does it tell you? It tells you that these criminals are making millions of rands of money. How do you produce a packet of cigarettes for under 23 rand? You're selling it for 6 rand. Can you imagine the rubbish that goes into the packets of cigarettes? And it shows, forget the rubbish, how much money goes lender into the pockets of these criminals.
0: Well, um, you talked about these some of the criminals are sitting in the UAE We've seen with the Guptas that it's very hard to work with those authorities just this week in Parliament, it was said by one of the ministers uh, the UAE is not working with them for extradition so do you so what you're actually saying is we should tamp down at home while well, seeing that we don't seem to be able to do anything in the uAE well,
1: most certainly, I think South Africa's extradition agreements and some of the way they operate really begs the question, are we really committed to fighting crime? Um, with, with our extradition agreements, how long does it take to bring these people to book? And I think these are the problems that we've been having for a long time, and we know investigations can take many, many years. The Reserve Bank is involved. South African Revenue Service is involved. The Police Service is involved. The Hawks is possibly involved. But, you know, months later, after this documentary, and after the... Uh, raising uh, uh, showcasing of these criminals on Al Jazeera, uh, it really, uh, we have to ask the question, how long does it take to identify the key role players, the kingpins? How long will it take for them to be arrested and to appear in court? Uh, and, and really, if anyone is protecting them, we need to know how. Are we getting political uh, protection is the question that is often asked. And I think these questions are quite relevant because if South Africa and our government is committed to fighting money laundering, These criminals should have been arrested long ago. Uh, We had whistleblower after whistleblower explaining uh, exactly how they operate, how they picked up boxes and boxes of money, how they took it to Sassford, how they even took it from Zimbabwe uh, into Emirates flights, uh, how they even took the gold into Emirates flights coming into the UAE. So really, we have a major problem, not only in South Africa with the smuggling, but in our neighbouring countries, specifically uh, Zimbabwe, And the alleged keeper, the man behind it all, is Simon Rutland. He's been implicated. His name has come over and over again. Uh, And and he's the owner of uh, Goldies Tobacco, the same company that has been implicated in the money laundering on the Al Jazeera documentary. And the same company, by the way, that uh, several years ago brought a legal action against me and sued me for uh, 40 million rand in damages because they claimed that I said they were involved in the illicit trade. They lost the urgent application in the North Harding High Court uh, and they never brought it on the roll. We challenged them. We wanted to, to see them in uh, court and they never brought it on the roll and the case just fell away because they know. Uh, we're we happy to back it up with half evidence that they're involved in the illicit trade, they're involved in wrongdoing and I think the Al Jazeera documentary was once again an indication that uh, our claims were absolutely 100% correct.
0: Well, the wheels of justice in South Africa turn very slowly, as you know. Is there a solution, because you, you are a body for tax justice, is there a solution like what they did with the mafia in countries like, like America, where they go after their tax, their tax transgressions instead of trying to criminally prosecute them?
1: We know, Linda, that organized crime is thriving. Unfortunately, you know, with an anti-crime activists, I often say, thirdly, crime pays for many. We know that our law enforcement agencies, yes, they are good cops, they are good investigators, but there are also many of them that are not interested, they are useless, they are overworked and they are underpaid. And that is the problem. Criminals are taking advantage of the situation, whether it's violent crime, whether it's white collar crime, whether it is any form of crime. I mean, you know, the streets of South Africa, we are not safe to go anywhere. Scamsters are running unlocked. People are being robbed of their hard-earned cash. And yet this money is going into the pockets of of the criminals. The criminal justice system, unfortunately, in South Africa, works very slow. Forget high-profile cases. I was a victim of a house invasion about 10 years ago in Pretoria. Believe it or not, Linda, 10 years later, the two suspects are still on trial in the Pretoria Regional Court and they are scheduled to be back in court next week. It just keeps getting postponed. A small example of how the wheels of justice turn very, very slowly. And we know that investigations take a very, very long time. And really, I think the time has now come for our criminal justice system to be cleaned up, for them to have a speedy criminal justice system, because we know the old adage: justice delayed is justice denied. And yet, these criminals are smiling all the way to the bank. They are making billions of rents every year, um, and they're becoming uh, stinking rich. Can you imagine what 40 billion rand just did uh, to the illicit tobacco trade alone? could be doing for ordinary South Africans, how it could uh, perhaps make some difference in, 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 in load shedding, in filling the bottles, in uh, service delivery, in providing much needed uh, community aid uh, and yet, um, you know, the government just seems to be turning a, a blind eye largely to this type of thing.
0: Do, do you think the fact that the minister was held up by a gunpoint on a highway that would make them more keen to actually do something about it, the fact that that people in their fancy cars are also now becoming victims?
1: Well, the Minister of Police says that uh, the attack on the minister is a declaration of war. Why does it take a minister to be robbed before we have a declaration of war? What about you and I, all these citizens who are victims of crime each and every day? But it again shows that these criminals do not differentiate, they do not uh, uh, discriminate between Rich and poor, minister or only ordinary citizen, they are daring, they are brazen. They attack people on the highways and byways, in dark, in broad daylight. The cash and trouser robberies are happening by the day. They are making millions of rand robbers, and yet police are trying. The police, with all due respect, give them the credit. They are making some inroads, but clearly not enough. I don't think it, takes, it needs to take a minister to be attacked or to be robbed before we can uh, have some action. We know in Cape Town, for example, just this week, an American tourist was shot and wounded in, in Yanga. We know that a German tourist was robbed. Um, and, and that really sends a bad image uh, to, to, to countries across the world to say, what are you doing to, to, to safeguard your country? It's most certainly affecting investment. It's affecting our economy. And, and, and more so, it's affecting the morale uh, and, the, and the psyche of ordinary South Africans. Because people are living in fear. We're living behind walls. We have to watch our back. And the question is, for how long are we going to live with this high crime rate and the mass organized crime levels that we have in South Africa, Linda?
0: Well, here's a Pabranju from Tax Justice South Africa. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Linda. (laughs)